When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up? We're barking. It's dark outside. It's bark after dark. Yes, yes. New time, eight thirty. Uh, Roos has got um, Pulp Fiction in his background. I love it. It's great. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, hanging out here, getting in the last night in uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Been uh, down here with my dad for Thanksgiving and uh, enjoyed that. So uh, good time and one last night of it, and then, then back up to the hills, man, where I where I belong. I don't have my sea legs. <laughs> yeah uh it's you know we were off last week uh you know obviously th- uh, thanksgiving travel uh, went out to utah with the family um did the uh whole zion national park bryce canyon deal and uh holy smokes um i walked 27 miles and um i'm still hurting a little bit i am i i really am i'm still like in a little bit of pain a little bit of fatigue but we're here for you tonight we love you uh everybody listening uh, we got Roddy Nabolsi coming on tonight, man. Uh, this, this, uh, I mean, at, at this point, definitely one of the godfathers of the Georgia beat. Uh, been around a while. He has, uh, he has, you know, seen it all, done it all, covered Georgia from a lot of different angles. And um, what I've always said one of the most talented guys that covers Georgia because he can shoot photos just as well as anybody. He can write just as well as anybody. And then he also does the whole multimedia thing extremely well too. So uh, kind of envious of him in that regard because he, he does his thing in so many different ways. But uh, we'll have him on in just a minute. But before we do that, let's talk about one of our amazing partners, Game Time. All right. I'm sorry if you've heard uh, heard me talk about Game Time a million times. It's going to be a million and one. Um we love this thing, man. This app is, is fantastic. It's one of the most easily navigatable act, apps I've ever seen. I can't believe I got that out of my mouth. Uh, it, it, it's easy to get around. It's intuitive. Um, I've always said I love the way you actually see yourself in the stadium and get the view from actually inside the stadium, which is amazing. Um, and on top of it all, uh, you were able to see uh, how many seats are in each section, and, and they specialize in your ability to get tickets up until the last possible second. Um, go to the gametime.co right now, download the app, use the promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, and you'll save uh, $20 off your first order. Terms apply. Uh, I think it has to be $150 to get there, but go check it out. Get you some tickets to that SEC championship game. I hear they're pretty good. Two pretty good teams playing in it, and we cover one of them. So, uh, but we won't be, I don't know if we're going to be talking a whole lot about that tonight, but, uh, go get it gametime.co and, uh, uh, check them out and let's bring on Roddy. No doubt. Roddy, what's up, dude? Thanks for having me on guys. 
Yeah, hey, thanks yeah, for coming yeah. on, man. I, I mean, you know, they say keep your keep your friends close, your enemies closer. We're just going to keep you real close tonight. We'll bring you in real tight. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to be the guy you were talking about, the, the way you described me there, man. You, you are. Don't, don't come on here for being humble, okay? Yeah, that would be the yeah. that'd be the we 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 both worked with you. We both worked with you, Roddy, and and for some time. And we we know what you're capable of. There's no question about it, buddy. You're you're one of the best, and and for a reason. I don't know that I would call what I did. (laughs) I don't know that I would call what I did while Roddy and I were on the same quote unquote team working. Um, I kind of (laughs) just. Hey Roddy, you got anything for me to do? I'll do it for free. And Roddy's like, yeah. And then I just disappeared. I think for like three months, and then tried to hop back in when I could. And it was it was hard times having a full time job and trying to find time to do. As I, I learned then, how much was involved in what we do and how much it can crop up on you in a heartbeat. Something needs to be done. I need you to be able to do it. Okay. Well, these are odd hours, man. So, uh, but I learned a lot in a very short amount of time. That's for sure. I'm proud of both of you guys. Y'all have gone on and uh, you got your starts here, but you moved on to bigger, better things. You're kicking my ass. I, I, I couldn't be prouder. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, hey, we had no. one of the reasons we had to bring you on was because we had Dean Leggy on. And Dean, uh, I, I mean, one of the best shows we've ever had because Dean had a big pile of money he was playing with the whole time we were. I don't know why, just, just Dean was propping on us. It was so fun. Um, but he talked about, he, he was like, we we're talking origin stories and he said, Hey, the very first camera I ever bought was from Roddy. Um, and kind of explained all that to us. So with that in mind, origin story, man, where did it all start for you? Uh, 10th grade in high school. Yeah. You know, I realized, uh, I was going up against Al, uh, Al Sadler and Brad Creel and guys like that. And I'm like, man, this is hard, hard thing to do. I don't, I don't want to be a football player. My dad, well, I mean, I wanted to, but my uh, my dad thought I had a future. And I'm like, dad, no, I'm a slow white dude. It's not going to happen. And he grabbed me by my eyes and go, you could be a fullback. I'm like, Baba. Not- <laughs> I realized I wanted to be a journalist and I wanted to write stories and take pictures and stuff. So I started working for the Rockdale Citizen. because so I realized I'm like, you guys come over and take pictures of the beta club every day or the chess club or the spring musical, the track team. I'm here. I'm doing all this stuff after school. Why not just take the pictures and write the stories and save you a trip? And they said, okay, they loved it. And I mean, I worked for nothing and then came to UGA and started working with the red and black and the uh, Pandora and then got a job at the Georgia center, taking pictures of the, the teams. They bring in the uh, uh, football team and then the tennis team and the track team. And that's when I started meeting Claude Felton. Everybody knows who he is, you know, yeah. and I wrote Claude a letter. And my buddy Dave said, write Claude a letter. Tell him, let him know that you're available if he ever needs anything. And there's a guy named Jim Gunn, and uh, Jim was coming to shoot the Georgia-Kentucky game for Sports Illustrated, and he needed an assistant. And Claude had been sitting on a letter for two years. And he hands it to uh, one of his assistants and says, hey, call this guy. And they called me out of the blue and said, hey, Jim Gunn's looking for an assistant for the uh, Kentucky game. Would you be interested? I'm like, hell yeah. And I worked for him, then worked for Strohmeyer and shot a Super Bowl. Just because Claude Felton hung on to a letter from some random student that I wrote him in 1991. In 1993, he pulls it out of some Rolodex that he has. And then I was working for UGA, and I became the uh, team photographer, started as a student. And then uh, when I graduated, they said, come back and be the 
uh, will contract with you to be the team photographer. So I did that for years, but it didn't pay anything. Georgia, I mean, they, they pay stuff now. Back in the day, you didn't get <laughs> squat. Now, basically, they covered my film expenses, and that was it. You know, I mean, hell, I traveled on my own, but it was worth it. I did it for years, but I also had a job selling cameras at Wolf Camera back in the day because I'm like, you can't, you're not making any money working at uh, working for uh, the athletic association. You're ba they're basically just covering your cost and you know some of your travel stuff. But being part of the team was kind of cool because I got to meet a lot of people, uh, travel you know, with like a final fours, you know, went with the basketball team to Chicago, went with the women's team to Minneapolis and San Francisco, uh, covered every NCAA SEC tournament that came to Athens, you know, did a lot of fun stuff being on the inside. And then when I got on the outside, a lot of that paid off. Cause I'm like, okay. Hey, uh, you know, trainer guys, uh, equipment guys, you know, all the people, you know, groundskeepers, uh, what, what's going on? Is this guy in the building today? Oh, well, or there'd be a coaching search. And, you know, I get a call from a guy who, you know, empties a trash can. He goes, hey, I just saw this guy, uh, Kirby Smart, walking through the the building. I'm like, ah, hey, guess what? Kirby Smart is, uh, in, you know, interviewing for the defensive coordinator position. Whatever it was, it was always something, you know, something like that, that uh, those connections you made early on. So my origin story was basically uh, taking pictures, being a team photographer and, writing Claude Felton a letter that he sat on for two years to launch my career. That's, that's, that's such a unique story because I mean, you know, Rob, Rob, Rob say hasn't jumped into the team site business. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, <laughs> you know, the Curtis Compton's of the world either, you know, it's not <laughs> that you don't, you don't go from photographer to, for, to, uh, the team site guy very frequently or, or really, I mean, just at all. I feel like photographers for the most part, just that's what they do, right? Like they, they take pictures. They that's don't want to be, I mean, I don't know. You that's, me. all, that's I, all I ever want to do. I mean, I my, my dream job, it was, I mean, I wanted to be in Sports Illustrated, printed in their thing at some point. And I remember the first one I got in. And I was like, yeah, I was walking. You couldn't talk to me for like six months. I'd been published by Sports Illustrated. I was, man, <laughs> and I was saving up, you know, for more gear, more equipment. And that was my dream job. But I, it pays nothing. I mean, all yeah. the guys you see on the sideline with you know, $12,000 lenses, uh, I, mean, I must have 40 grand worth of camera equipment. It, you, you you don't get paid that. I mean, no matter how good you are, you don't make any money doing it. So it is a labor of love. And I'm like, man, I got to find a real job. And then uh, Steve Patterson hired me to work at uh, Rivals. And I was there about six weeks. And Steve's like, hey, I'm burned out. I need you to take over. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to run a site. And so boom, I was doing radio. <laughs> writing stories, taking pictures, doing the whole nine yards. And there's just none of this. It, my point is if I had still had my dream job, I'd be behind the lens. Uh, nobody would know my name. They maybe see the name on the byline, all the stuff I shot for Georgia. They never put my name on it because it belonged to them. Yeah. So, you know, you see the uh, Veron Haynes photo or the David Pollock photo or, you know, any of the kind of classic images that they run over time. It never says by rotting the bullsey on there. It's, you know, Kurt, you know, uh, property of UGA Athletic Association. But again, I didn't mind that. I wasn't doing it for credit. I'm just happy being behind the lens, going to games, making great pictures. But now I spend my day on TikTok and YouTube and <laughs> you know, uh, radio and TV. I, I hear of television. I'm not supposed to be on TV. God, look at me. This, this is not a mug for television. So, uh, but as you know, everybody, you, you have to advance. You have to move. And we have, I know you guys get this all the time. People say, hey, how can I do what you do? 
I'm like, well, w- w- what do you do now? They're like, well, I'm a writer. I'm like, and? Or I'm a photographer. Yeah. What else do you do? Uh, right. Hey, I do. I do a lot of video work. Can you write? You know, because I need you to. I need you to go to the uh, North Carolina State Championship. I need you to take pictures of these players. I need you to interview them afterwards. I need to be able to put that video on television, TikTok, YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook. I need you to be able to write a good story out of it, and then I need you to be able to go on the radio and talk about them. Every kid you saw. Oh, you better be a good analyst yeah. too. <laughs> and I, I, mean, I don't get me wrong, went to Grady journalism school, but they didn't teach us a lot of that stuff. Yeah, we no, had a kid email us over the summer and he told me, he said something about, Hey, I just wanted some advice on how to get into business and kind of what kind of skills are needed. And I said, the first thing I told him, I was like, all right, imagine that I just told you how to do something that needs you. I need you to do something in an hour and you have no damn idea how to do it. Like that's going <laughs> to happen to you often. Like I can't tell you how many times I've kind of been like, A2, A2. how do I do this? How, yeah. how do I do like I, I, so much stuff? I had you don't even know where to start. You just have to kind of start pecking away. Not even writing. It's just you know you talk about like TikTok or some of these short videos, and you're just trying to figure out how to edit a video together. And it's something that kind of I've kind of had to learn on the fly. And I'm still not very good at it. So it's it's wild, man, and it's it's only going to get wilder. I mean you never would have thought that you would be on some version of vines, uh, making your own videos, you know, discussing, you know, these different things and having to put your face. I still can't bring myself to put my face on there. Um, I I always do voiceovers. I can't, I can't put my face on there. I I hate, I hate the way my voice sounds. I hate the way I look. I don't don't (laughs) want to see me. I never go back and look at anything I've ever done. Uh, but to your point, I mean, uh, and also you got to get stuff, uh, when there's a, new situation going on you've got readers asking you questions and you got to figure out how to get it you're like well i saying i don't know the answer is not good enough you know yeah uh hey guess what justin fields is committing it's a private ceremony uh how are we going to get it (laughs) jake roots is going to go through the damn woods you know i mean he's going to sneak over their fence you know duck behind an ac unit and break the news so you know and somebody else rented a helicopter you know it's like flying over i'm like this is yeah this, this is yeah. This, I'm, this is a I'm context glad, board, man. You got to learn really to do glad, stuff. It does. Really you can never say you I don't know. I, I'm good. I'm glad you didn't have to bail me out of jail that day, right? I was yeah. I was wandering around in that neighborhood. I know that there were probably people. If children had been home, they would have been like, "All right, we got to call the police on this man." That was a that was an interesting one. No question about it. Um, you know. I guess for you though, Roddy, you know, you've, you've bounced around to, I mean, you've done ESPN, you've done rivals, um, you know, like 11 alive, you do a lot of stuff with them. I mean, you know, you've, and and you've been involved with this as long, if not longer than almost anybody on this beat. Um, So I guess, you know, looking back for you, what's been like, what's been the biggest uh, was, was it the sports illustrated thing that I guess was maybe the most fulfilling, the most satisfying thing, the coolest thing to see. I mean, when you look back like over, you know, this, 30 year career, what's, uh, what's been the standout moment if there is one or, or even a handful. I don't know the standout moment. That's, that's tough to put me on the spot like that. It's been a lot of cool things. Uh, and the most boring, but to me, the most uh, fundamental thing is uh, I tell my guys this all the time. I'm like, don't forget that you get paid to go to a game. You know, we're going to the sec championship game this weekend. Um, you know, most of the staff's going. Uh, I actually got a guy that's going to let me come up and uh, watch a game from his suite. 
really excited about that. We're going to get paid to go to the game. We're going to get paid to cover. We're going to get paid to take pictures, talk about it. They're going to give us a parking pass. They're going to feed us. Yeah. You can never, yeah. you can never understand how crazy that is. A game that people, are, I think the cheapest ticket right now is over like $411 before you add fees into it to just get into the stadium. They've given you guys passes. They've given us passes. They're going to give us a parking pass. They're going to feed us. You know? And if you don't wake up every morning and thank God that that is your lot in life, that is your job. You get to talk about Georgia Bulldogs football all day, every day. So what, what are we doing at uh, 847 on a Monday night? We're talking about Georgia yeah. Bulldogs football. Come on, that's – I never get over the wonder of that. You know, my dad never understood what it was, you know, until I, until he saw me on television. He's like, oh, that's sure. what you do. I'm like I'm trying to explain to him a website, you know, for a guy who was born in 1940. He just never quite got it. But we saw me on TV. He's like, oh, I got Radi Habibi. I get that now. Like, Great, Dad. Glad, glad you understand <laughs> it. But it was uh, – that's that's always been the craziest thing. And I guess the, the most rewarding part is going to a high school, seeing a kid who's – you know, good, good at football. Maybe no one's heard of him before, or maybe everyone has. But then, you know, uh, talking to him, getting the story, seeing him blow up, seeing him be successful. He doesn't even have to come to Georgia, you know. Then seeing him in the NFL, then seeing him become a man, you know, having his own kids. Like, we, we you guys covered Justice Haynes. Uh, I was there when his dad scored the touchdown, you know. Covered that, and then to cover his son. It's just mine. I've been doing it 30 years, and I never get over the fact that, you know, these guys – one of my favorite guys of all time, Alvin Kamara, you know, yeah. didn't come to Georgia. We got close on the, on the uh, recruiting trail, followed his whole career. Love him. He saw, saw me at the SEC championship and uh, came up and tackled me. You know, I had all my camera gears on. He came up and hugged me. We, I kind of fell down. I'm like, yeah, just the relationships you make with these young men and then to see them become super successful, you know? Yeah. And they don't have to be stars. You know, they don't have to go on to, yeah. you know, not just the NFL guys, the guys that are just, you know, Hey, I got married. You know, I'm like, Great. Hey, look, yeah. I just I had the first call. What in the world? <laughs> Kevin Gates. No, Kevin Gates going on there. The phone goes off. <laughs> Kevin Gates <laughs> popping off over here at Roddy's place. Yeah. Oh, boy. I literally you got one for the plug. A man of Roddy's many got hats. Phones. He's got one phone for the plug. <laughs> Roddy is the plug. <laughs> man. He's got two phones. <laughs> I literally do have two phones there. So. Uh, no, nah, that's, you know, that that's a really good point. And that's really something that we don't talk about enough. I don't think in this industry is the idea of like, just following those guys, no matter where they end up is amazing. It, you know, it's so cool just to see guys go anywhere, uh, you know, to, to make it out of, you know, I think we've all worked with some guys who have been in tough situations or come from difficult areas or, you know, and then they're able to go up and just kind of elevate their lot in life uh, through football. And, and it's, it is. It's amazing to see, regardless of whether or not they go to Georgia. Yeah, that's the that's the greatest part of it. And then you know you see their kids. Well, I mean, you guys are covering Lawson Lucky. I was there for the, uh, uh, you know, covered his, his um, dad. You know, it's just wild times. I'm dating myself how old I am, but it's just pretty uh, pretty amazing that that's what we get to do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Well, and speaking of that, uh, and because you have some age on both of us in uh, <laughs> in Ouch. life and also in the industry, I, I'm curious because this is one of those questions that everybody gets all the time. Um, and I'm just I I don't know that it, that you and I have ever had a chance to talk about it. Who is who's the the best player you've ever seen in high school? Who's the most talented player you've seen in high school? Oh, in high school, Derek Henry. That's yeah. I've, I think I've heard that one before. Yeah, uh, I, I never, yeah, I never, I never saw him play. I never saw him. I think in Jake Rowe, I, I, I think Hunter Long told you that one time, didn't he, Jake Rowe? Yeah, Hunter, <laughs> Hunter, uh, yeah, Hunter Long said, yeah, we'll leave it at that. That's a funny story about that one, but I don't know if I can be told over the air. It's a little got a little vulgarity to it, but uh, yeah, um, I, I, we we talked we've talked about this one multiple times. I don't think I ever saw Derek Henry in person. Laramie Tunsil's up there. Um, he's definitely the best offensive lineman I ever saw. Saw Champ Bailey play in high school too. Um, that was pretty incredible. Uh, four four hundred nineteen yards on nineteen carries against my Atkins County it. Rebels. Um, so, uh, Roos, who was yours? Uh, mine was Darnell Washington. Um, uh, seeing Darnell live and in person because just because he was that big in high school, like people, yeah. you know, he it wasn't like he, it wasn't like he came to Georgia and then became huge. He was huge at seventeen yeah. and was just smacking kids around. So. Hey guys, uh, I need to run real quick. Can I, can I jump back yeah. on in about five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, you I'll hit you back in just a second. You're good. All right. All right. Uh, all right. We'll be ready for some. Yeah. No, better something keep our breaking. Something, something may be breaking, and we're over here looking like like dumb, like Dumbo's uh, talking like, like Jamokes. <laughs> yeah, Jamokes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. So how, uh, listen. While we got while we got a second here, uh, why don't we dive in on our uh, our other sponsor while we're out of Jake? Okay, well, listen, I don't know if you've ever heard of Factor, okay? But Factor meals, man, it takes the stress completely out of meal planning. Uh, Factor is a is a ready made meal that comes to your door. I got to test these things out. I was blown away, and the holiday season is the perfect time you might be looking for you know you might be looking for a way to meal plan i know you're looking for nutritious convenient tasty meals um you got a lot of jam-packed days going on you got a lot going on well factor meal is the perfect way to tackle all of that um you can have it whipped up fast breakfast lunch dinner chef prepared dietitian approved top-notch stuff it is tremendous and uh, you'll save time you'll eat well and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle in a time of year where it's not easy to stay on track um, I know I am off the wagon if I was ever on one to begin with. Um, just awful during the holiday times. So, you know, listen, you can skip the stress of meal prepping over the holidays. You can skip the stress of meal prepping, period, with Factor Meals. Um, and you can also get some special occasion stuff out of this. I tried it out. I ended up with kind of the chef's choice deal. And I'll tell you what, every single thing I had was tremendous. Um, you get, they do a great job of incorporating vegetables that maybe you're not accustomed to eating or not used to eating, but they make them delicious. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't eat a lot of leeks, uh, or, or asparagus or anything like that, but they threw it in there. Jeremy Pruitt also not into asparagus apparently. <laughs> um, so when you're too busy running around to plan lunch, they got you covered. Uh, you need a nutritious meal to kind of keep you going on holiday shopping. They've got you covered. Head on over to factormeals.com slash bgi50 that's bgi50 and use promo code bgi50 again 
uh, for 50% off. That's BGI50 at factormeals.com slash BGI50 to get 50% off your first order. Go check it out because it's a high-quality product, and I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, it's it really is tremendous, and um, you get the tr- you honestly you come up with some ideas too. There was something uh, there was a mushroom dish I got mushroom pasta deal that I kind of I tried to recreate myself. It was nowhere near as good, uh, but I did enjoy it. Uh, so uh, here I think we got Roddy back on with us. Here we were just talking about doing some holiday meal planning with Factor. Roddy, Roddy, um, not if you can come back on. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> All, right. All right. Did he never leave us? No, no I did. I, I had to put something up on the board there real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. So when you, when okay, call, so like, uh, when they call we back twice, here. it's like oh, okay. No, that's yeah, we I want to check on something. We're, yeah. we're looking like we're looking like Jamokes, and you're over here breaking news, man. We're <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Well, oh, that's the thing. This job ruins marriages. I mean, it's, and relationships. And I, I don't mean to go, what was me? Again, I got the greatest job in the world. I've been doing it 30 years. Uh, I, I've seen heartbreak. I, I kind of wanted to tweet out the other day. I'm like, hey, uh, all you Auburn fans that you know, had fourth and 31. Hey, coming from uh, somebody who covered second 26, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we understand your pain. You know, we've been there. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah. Uh, You've, I've seen the heartbreak. I've seen the look on Aaron Murray's face and uh, Chris Conley when they come up five yards short. And I thought it was very touching today that uh, Cedric Van Pran talking about Nick Chubb coming up to him and saying, thank you for you know beating those guys. I can sleep now. And it, it's those kind of insider stuff. Hearing about the camaraderie and just the relationships you develop with guys is great, you know. Um, but at the same time, you have to have a partner who's willing to put up with, uh, you know, hey, drop what you're doing. You know, something just happened. Uh, odd hours. Uh, be, you're never off. You don't have to be right. at work. Never off. You're not off. Never off. You know, you're never not there. I'm trying to hang out with a couple of buddies. Phone rings twice. Got to yeah. stop what I'm doing. You know, no matter how much fun you're having. And again, like, people give their left arm to do this. You know, and yeah, I, and I, I never want to take that for granted. But you don't have the right uh, support system. That this career is not for you. So people ask me, you know, hey, what you know. How do I do what you do? I'm like, well, you better hope, you know, are you, oh, you're engaged. (laughs) You better have a long talk with uh, the missus there. You know, you got a girlfriend, talk to her, you know, you got a boyfriend, talk to him, let him know that, uh, you know, you might, he might've had this wonderful plan, you know, romantic uh, thing planned for you, but then something happens and you got to go deal with it. You know, Uh, I mean, you guys have covered uh, Thanksgiving day announcements, Christmas announcements. uh, I can't think of a holiday that I have not covered a commitment on. Yeah. I mean, it just, and it, and it happens, but again, I'm not going to complain about it. Sure. But it's just, just the, the truth of the matter is that you never ever off and it's a, a good problem to have. I should say, I should say. Yeah. And, um, and the thing about it is, is uh, you develop rituals. Like one of our, one of uh, I taught tell Palmer this all the time. Like, Hey, I'm going to bring my, I'm going to bring my backpack and my laptop so nothing breaks. Um, because if I, if I leave it at home, something's happening. You know, if I if, if I leave the if I leave the laptop at the hotel room, something's fit to go down. Uh, oh, it happens yeah. all the time. So um, none yeah, like trying to write a story on the side of the highway on your phone. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. 
I remember a signing day. Uh, I remember a signing day. You know, usually you think you've got until about seven thirty before stuff starts popping off. And I believe Eric Stokes committed to Georgia on signing day. More amazing, mere speed. It was one of those guys that they took at the last minute. And it happened yeah. at like seven fifteen as I was on my way into Buttsmere back when we used to go congregate Literally, there. Um, yeah, seven and, and eleven. <laughs> yeah, and I just Paul pulled right off. Paul right off of Paul was there. I remember that day well. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled right <laughs> off a of three sixteen and rode it, dug out of a hole, you know, because all of a sudden the ni the the uh, the LOIs start rolling in. You get about three of those in a row right there around eight o'clock, and I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting there off three sixteen, phone's about to die. Uh, it just it happens, man. It it happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and again, it's not it, it's it's funny. It's and, and once you get used to it, you're used to it, and and once you know. You get it. You get into a groove. You're into a groove. Definitely not complaining about it. But it's 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 just it's just wacky. It really is wacky. And sometimes I have to. I look at my wife's kind of nine to you know nine to five. She teaches. It's not nine to five. But I look at her job, and I'm just kind of like, I don't think I could do that again. I, I don't think I could have everything planned out for me ever again. We're, we're mentally broken in that way. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We're like we're like prisoners. Like we don't know how life on the outside works anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, you got a great wife that that she puts up with that stuff. You know, as do I. Uh, my wife and I just celebrated a thirty year anniversary, and uh, I was starting to think about it. I'm like, we've we've not had a. It's never been a Norman Rockwell Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. There's it's, it's not like hey we're both off. Let's sit and watch a movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't have a lot of TV shows that I watch. I don't have a lot of movies I watch. But if we are watching something that uh, you know we both like, you know, I'm watching it like this. You know, yeah, well, you know, back and forth. You know, so that divided attention. Hell, you can't even go to the movies. Oh, the number sure. of times yeah, I've walked out of a theater, like uh, so and so's been arrested, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you walk yeah. in, you before you walk in, you gotta text everybody and be like, "Hey, about to watch a movie." You know, oh, just yeah, be I've on that group chat. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to see this Star Wars movie, man. I just <laughs> give me two and a half hours, and of course, yeah. again, that'll make something happen. So, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, Roddy, we have questions that we ask everybody at the end of every interview and uh, one each. And mine's usually the harder one to answer because Roos's is so memorable. You get a chance to plan your own funeral and somebody gets to you know, eulogize you. Somebody gets to sing. Somebody gets to perform in some way. Who's who's sending you off? Who's who's sending you into the into the whatever you wherever you're going? Uh, Tommy Condon. A singer, Irish. Look, okay, I'm Palestinian. You know, I make no bones about it. People, you know, I'm half, half Palestinian, half American. My father's Palestinian. I'm trying to get adopted by the Irish. I've been thinking about this for years. Okay, <laughs> and it's mainly for when I die. Okay, when I die, I want an Irish wake. 
you know okay. i want giant you know i want giant bottles of booze passed around you know let's let's go you know i mean i'm ready that's the props just you got this go. man has a whole handle well, i mean <laughs> if you're gonna do it you're right you know uh hunker vodka by the way you know so uh <laughs> that's uh, actually part of the georgia nil deal so that's actually a uh, thing uh-huh. but no i love the irish and i love irish drinking songs i could probably sing about 30 different irish drinking songs at the drop of a hat in karaoke uh i love their traditions and i love their wake so if you're talking about who's going to go and i was trying to think of you know who you know, maybe the dubliners you know all these uh great bands but uh, there's a guy uh you know, I'm just thinking of Tommy Condon's uh, restaurant and pub down in uh, uh, Charleston. You know, I'm like, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's just give me a good uh, Irish singer to, uh, and not not any of the sad stuff. You know, no uh, Danny Boy. I want some, you know, rip roaring, uh, <laughs> uh, happy songs. You know, that everybody's sloshing beers back and forth. Give give me that. Yeah. You know? So if I had my I'm way, I'm down. I'm uh, down. I, I like that. I might I like if that. I'm not invited. I, like I might uh, I might crash it. Well, that's the whole point. You know, everybody's invited. Everybody shows up. Everybody has a good time. Everybody lies about me, you know, because they're all drunk. So. <laughs> yeah, he's the greatest guy ever, which we know is not yeah. true. Everybody that's lies about me. And, and the, <clears throat> uh, the Arab side, you know, if you die in the morning, you're buried in the evening. Uh, uh, if you die in the evening, you're buried the next morning. It's quick. You know, wrap you in a shroud. Everyone cries. Everyone eats. You know, I'm like, God, no, no. That's too damn depressing. I, I want an absolute send off. I want a party. I want, I want people arrested, you know, indecent exposure yeah. charges, you know, uh, somebody steal a, a fire truck, you know, I mean, it's gotta be, it's gotta be lights out. Yeah. I will make sure Jake Ruth gets arrested, arrested at your way. I promise. I will. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think Roddy has any trouble believing that's possible. Um, all right, Roddy. So my question for you, the question that I ask everybody, and I am very curious about this. I know this is one that, that you and I have not talked about over the years, but uh, what is the worst hotel room that you have ever stayed in? Worst hotel room. That's a tough one. Is it tough because there have been many, or is it tough? Yeah, there have been a lot. Okay. <laughs> there, have, there, have, there have been some. None are as bad as the one we put Trent Smallwood in, uh, covering the uh, Under Armour All-American game in Orlando. Oh. And yes. I can't it's even. It's not hard to find a bad one down there. The, the words we use to describe that hotel are not, uh, they're not PC at all. Yeah. Um, we were worried about, uh, well, we were worried about, him losing his life, but we we're also worried about him being violated before he lost his life. Was, uh, this was a sketchy place. So Trent Smallwood gets the uh, his credit for the worst UGA sports uh, related uh, hotel stay. Uh, for me, I'm trying to remember what city was. Um, there was one uh, uh, down in. Uh, it was on the Panhandle. I remember that uh, Florida Panhandle. And it was uh, the heat. The it was hot, and the air conditioner went off, and it was only blow hot air. Oh boy! And they had no other rooms, and I was just and it's like you walk in, and it's got a funk to it. Everything's wet. I mean, the bed mat, the bed spread was wet, uh, and there were like forty five different cigarette stains around the sink. 
Yeah. So, I can't remember where that was down there, but I was, I was pretty sure I was going to see a recruit and stayed in the panhandle for like 30 bucks a night or something like that. It was God awful. I hope you were going to see a recruit. There wasn't yeah. any other reason to be in that hotel yeah. room otherwise. Good no, Lord. That's pretty rough. Yeah. You don't want to go stay in a hotel room like that for leisure. Dude, thanks yeah. so much for joining us, buddy. We really appreciate it. You've got one of the most yeah. interesting stories in the business and uh, um, really appreciate you. And and I know Roos does too for helping us get into this whole thing. Yeah. Thank right, you. Man, for everything you guys did wonderful. I'm very proud of you. And uh, I had any uh, inkling or any, uh, uh, part of your success it was microscopic you guys are badass and i've uh, always looked up to you all right man thanks, thanks, take care buddy guys. thank you very much yeah what did he break you think oh god there's no telling man that's just what, what, did, he, what did he break he, on he, us what did he get like us said, with we're, we're over here with our we're with our proverbial dicks in our hand and we're <laughs> yeah. this guy's over here just we're saying. over here literally jaking off yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right, man. Let's go ahead and jump into that. Let's just go, let's right. just go ahead and jump into that. Uh, because ever since I've been ever since I've been watching that uh that uh Uma Thurman over your left shoulder, <laughs> I had to turn myself around there. I've been thinking about asking you, what is your favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? Oh, good question for sure, man. Um gosh. I, you know, Pulp Fiction is one of those that really, if it's on TV or you, you happen to catch it, it doesn't really matter where it is. It, I, I'm going to watch it. And I know that's the cliche answer, um, but it's also true because I did a big thing um, in college. I took film appreciation my freshman year of college, and you had to, like, break down a film. A, a film and and um, one of them, um, one of the options was, uh, Pulp Fiction. And so I sat down and I was determined like the way that I was going to do this and write this thing better than anybody was I was just going to watch the film like three times right in a row, which I mean, it's almost a three hour film. So I spent one day, I just kind of locked myself in my dorm room. People floated in and out. Um, but I, I watched Pulp Fiction like three times back to back making notes. And um, so I would definitely have to pro I would probably have to say that I would I would put um Inglorious Bastards in that in that category as well though. Uh, a great great film. Um really love that one. And um I'm going to I'm going to uh um maybe do myself a disservice here. I I did not I've not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet. And I I was I, I like been it. I like it, it a lot. Yeah. I I I have it. I've become a huge, I'm a big fan of the rewriting history thing of taking like deplorable people, deplorable acts and kind of finding, you know, finding a way to weave heroes into that. I think it's been, I think it's tremendous and you know, getting you know, Brad Pitt to do it twice is just unbelievable. Um, uh, I thought once upon a, upon a time in Hollywood, the, 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 there's a whiskey sour scene in that thing where, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio gets, he improvises it and it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie period. Um, but honestly, you know, I, I go all the way back to, I, I'm a big reservoir dogs guy. Um, the, I mean, sure. I'm not one of these, like I just, just roll around in, in violence, like a dog does a dead carcass, you know, like I'm not <laughs> like that, but there's something about the raw, you know, 
meanness and violence of that movie that I'm just like, yes, let's go. Like it just, it fires me up. I like it a lot. Big Reservoir Dogs guy, but I like his new stuff a lot, man. I like his new stuff so much. And I've never been like a geeking out on Quentin Tarantino guy. Um, Pulp Fiction is solid. It's very good. It's not my favorite. Um, I do like it a lot. Um, but infinitely quotable though. Infinitely. Yeah, very much. I mean, it Very probably, I, I mean, got to be what, like top 10 most quotable films of all time, I would say. It has to be. Yeah. You know? It's 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 yeah, just it's, so ubiquitous. It's one of those things that's like Goodfellas or something like that, man. If it's on TV, like everyone's just seen it a thousand times because of how often it's on television. Um, yeah. And obviously, and Django's great. The Kill Bill movies are solid. Um, you know, I mean, it's they're well, they're very good. I mean, I, I don't want to say anything he's ever done is just solid. Jackie Brown is also another tremendous one, even though, yeah, um, you know, I mean, he's he, I don't think he's done anything really that's bad outside of maybe like four rooms or something back in the day. Uh, but you know, I, big reservoir yeah. dogs guy, probably like it more than most. Yeah, no, for sure. I like that. I also like that somebody earlier pointed out the fact that I had the poster up behind me and they said, Roos coming to us live from his college dorm room. <laughs> and yeah, I did. Maybe, I did. Maybe true. I did have a, uh, I did have a, a Pulp Fiction poster in my, in my freshman dorm room. It was uh, Jules and uh, it was Jules and Vincent uh, both standing side by side with the guns. And I bought that at the poster sale down at, uh, down at Tate Center at, at the, the legendary poster sale that I'm sure a lot of people have been. There. I do I do need to tell my man Dylan Brooks here. Dylan, I don't believe Quentin Tarantino directed From Dust Till Dawn. He was in it, obviously, and I think he co-produced it, but I'm pretty sure he did not direct that. Uh, I couldn't. I was actually looking up his uh, his uh, filmography just to make sure I wasn't missing anything, and yeah, I couldn't find it. I could. I didn't see that one on there. Yeah, uh, I mean. Um, but, you know, I, I was looking it up earlier because I knew there was another kind of, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, uh, Inglorious Bastards type movie. And obviously that was Django where, you know, you yeah. kind of find the, yeah, Django's the, the rewrite Django. history thing. Great, great. Django's insane. <laughs> so good. It is. He did, uh, write, uh, he did write the screenplay, though. He did write the screenplay okay. from Dust Till Dawn. Um, go, but it was uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. There you go. Um, all right. So. I'm going to have to ask you, Jake Rowe, uh, because I have not um, had the luxury of, of uh, going to Zion National Park. Um, what was your favorite part about that trip, man? Um, you know, what was what you get to do? What you get to see? And, um, you know, did you get some good grub while you were out west as well? My favorite thing about Zion National Park was every single evening when the kids went to bed, and I climbed my chunky ass into my bed and looked at my phone until I passed out, usually before 8.30 local. Um, no, it was, listen, my, my favorite part was how you can't get away from it. Like, you cannot get away from the views. Um, Springdale, Arkansas kind of sits at the mouth of the Zion National Park entrance, and um, you're just sorry, constantly... Sw- Utah, Springdale, Utah. Yeah, not Arkansas. Yeah, I said it. I keep saying <laughs> that. I don't know. Is Springdale, Arkansas the most popular city in the world? Because I said I've said it 30 times to people. Springdale, Utah is at the mouth of Zion National Park. And you've just got red mountains like on each side of you at all times. And not only that, you have mule deer walking around like they're pets. Yeah. Like, I mean, they they the first thing so first thing that happens when I get there. 
it's night. We, we fly into Vegas and we can't, um, you know, my sister-in-law, they have, uh, her and her husband have their little boy and they're flying with us. And, and we've got our two kids, eight and four, um, that, that went with us. And so we're not just going to throw them on the, you know, we got in there plenty of time to get to Zion during the daytime, but we're like, man, we got to take these kids somewhere in Vegas and let them run around a little bit. So we go to this place called Container Park, phenomenal lingua tacos, a couple of El Pastor tacos oh. for your boy. Um, they're amazing. Handmade tortillas. Unbelievable. If you ever go to Vegas, go to Old Vegas Container Park. Um, Pinches Tacos is what it's called. Um, I might have just cursed in Spanish on the air. I don't know. Um, but uh, either way, um, it's amazing. It's really good. Uh, so we go there. The kids get to run around and play in that in that park or whatever, and then we hit the road. And so ultimately, um, we um, we get into we get in design, and I – I've got all the information to get the door unlocked and I go to unlock the door and all I see are, is just a massive like 14 point rack, like right in front. And guys, I'm not joking. I mean, it may be more than 14 points, biggest rack on a deer I've ever seen in my life. And it's standing on the porch. Like I'm coming around the corner from the side of the house where we park and he's sitting right there on the porch. And I'm like, ah, some dummy deer. They like to, they like to kind of screw with people is what they like to do. You know, it's cool. And I just like, okay, it's a dummy. It hadn't even moved. So I take a couple more steps and then it does this. It goes, and I go, oh boy, <laughs> I am way too close. Like I'm like 12 feet away from this thing. I said, I am about to get impaled by this. That's monster. like when I saw that owl. You remember when I saw the owl out on the, yeah. the porch? <laughs> yeah, that owl. That was the the the, the spirit of our the friend Quinn. Adam Quinn. Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. Shout, um, out, shout out to my buddy Adam Quinn. Just had his first child. Awesome. Awesome. He yeah. gave birth to it, huh? He did. <laughs> he birthed it with his mind. I, if you, I, I swear to God, if you the, get off on a rabbit trail here, if you'd ask him, oh, so you gave birth to it? And he goes, I did, I did in my own way. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, in my own absolutely. in my own mannerisms. Um, but uh, no, so the deer were everywhere. It was unbelievable. Um, but you, the, the my favorite part about it was you how you couldn't escape it. Like you just, it was exhausting. We went like nine ten miles on the uh on the first day and it was wild um and then you know go down all the way down to the end of the park to the narrows having the children with us we didn't get to do some of the crazier you know more elaborate things you get to do there but we went up and saw bryce canyon which was an unbelievable experience too but i'm glad i went i don't think it's my thing to do very often you know like i don't yeah. i'm i'm still more of a beach bum i'm still more of like a you know, toes in the water, ass in the sand type guy, except yeah, don't move ass. on vacation. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, get that. I, I thought, I thought when I was on vacation, carrying the stuff down to the beach was tough. Uh, yeah. You know, 27 miles in four days is tougher. So it's like that. Um, it's like that Louis CK bit where he, he says, you know, the, the vacation for the dad is when he loads all the car, all the stuff in the car and then closes the door. And then he walks around from the back to the front and that's his vacation. <laughs> yeah. That's the extent of the that vacation. Moment. Right <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I tend to have a pretty good time though. I tend to, have, and I, and I had a pretty good time out there. Get to spend a lot of time with my wife's family. I do love all those guys. Most of them from, uh, most of them live up in the DC area. Uh, the ones that we don't get to see very often and they're a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it was a cool trip. I definitely, I definitely would say, even if you're not a big national park 
out in the wilderness type person. Zion National Park, something you got to see. It looks like you're on a completely different planet. Um, but a lot of fun, a lot of fun. All right, hey, folks, we will be back with you Wednesday night to finish talking about Georgia, Alabama. There is a big game going on this week, and we will talk about it. Sorry we didn't talk about it tonight for those who tuned in um, uh, to, to maybe hear us talk about that. I think Georgia's going to win. I will tell you that. Uh, I haven't made a pick yet, but I do think Georgia's okay. going to win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think Georgia's going to pull the, the, what is it? What is it when the favorite wins? I'm going chalk. Say Georgia's going to yeah. win. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, that's, uh, that's the way I look at it. And we'll be back Nuts then. The we'll have a lot more content for you this week. Nuts on the table you- from Jake Rowe. go make a big deal about it (laughs) say some shit yeah (laughs) all right people go 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 about your nights go get you a bowl of ice cream and hit the sack i love you all take care thanks to roddy again really appreciate him coming on and thanks to roddy he came on and he barked after dark and we appreciate that as well y'all take care roof 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 Oh.